0: Okay, so Ralph and I are here in the studio with a good friend of mine. He's 22 years old, and about two and a half years ago on Mother's Day, he was in a motorcycle accident. Happened on 209 after church, and uh, unbelievable stuff. You know, I remember talking to his dad afterwards, and, and he was praying fervently. See, Tyler Conklin has overcome the whole lot in life. And he's here today in the studio to talk about some stuff that matters in life. So I'm going to hand it over to Tyler here, and I hope you love this. He's a great young man.
1: My name is Tyler Conklin, and I spent the last two years being uncomfortable. Mother's Day, two years ago, two and a half years, I was hit by a car on my motorcycle. I was left in a coma for 18 days, my back broken, and my left arm paralyzed. The doctor gave my parents 1% chance of my survival. By God's grace, I'm here talking to you today. Kind of awesome. I've learned through this uncomfortable time, it's not what you go through in life, but it's who you become in the process. So I'm here today to ask you to allow yourself to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because everything in life worthwhile is uphill. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Why would I want to be uncomfortable, you might ask? We need to be okay with being in uncomfortable situations. When we allow ourselves to be uncomfortable, you've just unlocked a world where you can do anything as long as you're willing to reap the consequences, whether good or bad. We're going to talk about two different kinds of uncomfortable situations, both unavoidable situations and purposeful situations. Some examples of unavoidable situations are things like accidents, Sickness, such as my motorcycle accident or cancer and other illnesses. Unavoidable uncomfortableness is an interesting thing. Being uncomfortable because of an unavoidable circumstance means you did not have a choice of where you are now. And there's nothing you can do to get back to the time before your current circumstance where you are now. This can go one of two ways. One, you can accept where you are now. Or two, you can kind of wallow in pity for yourself, right? This does not improve your situation, but if left for a long period of time, it would be detrimental to you. It is healthy to grieve. and We have to. That's something we have to do. But we can't do it indefinitely. Instead, we need to focus on all the good things we have in life and accept the losses. It's not something I say lightly, but more of a challenge. Not only to others, but myself as well. I, I struggle with this. like. It's tough. One personal example comes to mind when I think about this period of time I'm now in. Moore was in right after, immediately after the accident. I was laying in my hospital bed, not able to understand really what happened, having just woken up from a coma a few weeks prior. My nurse had brought me some water. I went to move my left arm to grab the water that had been brought for me. My arm wouldn't move. I tried again and again. And finally, I asked for the nurse to help me with holding it to my lips. I couldn't move my right arm either because there was wires and tubes hooked to it. It was pretty uncomfortable. I felt pretty stinking helpless trying to understand why my arm wouldn't move. While I was in the hospital, even trying to figure out how I got from church to the hospital because at that point, I did not remember what happened. People had to tell me what happened afterwards to kind of really understand it. Pretty, pretty interesting, but now I know... It was God protecting me through these events, guarding my fragile mind from knowing what happened until I was able to comprehend it. Not for the uncomfortable situations we choose to be in. We as Americans today don't know how good we have it. We are here in America because people were uncomfortable before us. We came over from Spain when Columbus decided to try and circumnavigate the globe, something unheard of for his time. Making many journeys, trying to reach China before finding what we now know as North America. Imagine fighting for our country and the American Revolution to win our independence and freedoms we have today, being knocked down time and time again to gain our freedoms. This would have been uncomfortable. Imagine Lewis and Clark traveling for days on end by canoes and horse and wagon, going across the Rocky Mountains looking for a better life out west, just to find what was out west we didn't know at that time. This would have been uncomfortable. These are just a few examples of uncomfortable things that had to happen for you to be where you are today. Look at all we have gained by allowing ourselves to be uncomfortable. We gain understanding and knowledge of the ways we should or should not do things. So embrace the journey, because after all, you did not choose life. God chose you to be here. Since not one of us chose to be here, The question we should now ask is, what does life expect of me? Therefore, every challenge, every problem, every ounce of pain that life hands us should be seen as an opportunity to turn us into a better version of who we were yesterday. When we convert problems into opportunities, life becomes limitless. My name is Tyler, and I am Embracing Struggle.
2: Well, I could say that this is the first time in the podcast room that we have somebody that survived a detrimental car crash and lived to tell about it. So thank you for the opportunity to come here and, and kind of tell your story and what it's like. Before we turn the cameras on, I was telling Tyler, so in the area that you got into the car accident, we saw from my parents' house just now I'm meeting you in here. So it's just, it's a weird, like, it's it's like a weird, a weird for, and then the week (laughs) after I was filming with Randy and he was like, yeah, a friend of ours, son, got into a car accident. And now we're here talking about it. So it's just like, it's kind of like a crazy first circle or full circle moment. So, um, man, I feel like I have so much. I want to ask you, um, ask away you, you sound, and just talking with you briefly, you have a lot of, Happiness for what's happened to you—that's very hard. So you're not letting what you're not letting the accident determine who you are.
1: No, I can't.
2: How? How? So like, what's, I got my God's
1: I, grace. Like honestly, I can't do it on my own. God, God is here. He carried me through some tough stuff, man. Like it, it's been, it's been rough and and real. But I would not change it if I could. Okay. Which obviously we can't, but. I wouldn't change it because it made me who I am.
2: Wow. So who is that?
1: Who is that? Who are
2: you? Who is Tyler? Can I ask you who you I'm are? I'm
1: a child of God. First, first and foremost, I want to just spread God's joy to everyone and just be here to be a light. Like, it's not that I've been through anything worse than anyone else has. Like, everyone has their own story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But I just want to be here to be here. I'm. It's a blessing to be here. There's a chance and there's a chance that any of us aren't here, right? What what do you say, Randy? It's like it's a stinking small percentage. Do you know offhand?
0: What's this? Of being here? Of being here. Oh, it's like the trillion. Oh yeah, man. The, yeah, the odds like, of a person existing. Right, it's right. In the trillions.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's just nuts that any of us have been like, we're all here. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So stinking awesome. And we have to choose what we're gonna do with it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I feel like people have this weird out, like life owes them. Right. And you have this interesting, <laughs> like you're just happy. Like you said, like you're just happy to be here. And it's like,
1: I find that as such a dangerous thing, man. Like
2: what that life owes. That life owes think.
1: I think it's, I often come to this quote. I, from Mark Patey. Um He, he was, he's a very well-to-do businessman and, I enjoy listening to his stuff. Um, he has a couple books out and such, but he often says the entitlement disorder is the worst disease our race has ever seen.
2: Entitlement disorder.
1: Entitlement like disorder. We're owed stuff. We're owed things. We're owed nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Like nothing. Life does not owe you anything. Anything you owe life.
2: Interesting. And that yeah. sets the pace of your life now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. You talk about some challenges that you face ever since, but let's maybe have a real, like a more real moment too. So the challenges that you didn't think you would have to face prior to the accident and where you are at now, but then ultimately what you do, cause I feel like this can help other people that might yeah, be yeah. sitting down mm-hmm. that are like, you know, like I got into a car accident, not nearly to the extent that you did, but it got me, to, I got out of the military because of it. Cause yeah. it ruined my ankle, things of that yep, nature. Yep. So to an extent, I understand it. And there was a time period where you're in this dark place of like, Hmm. what was me? Why did this happen to me? But then there's a switch where you go, well, it happened to me because of this. And instead of welling and self-pity, you go, no, like I'm going to use this to shine. So it, but there's times before the accident and now that things are different. So there, are there challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis that You've had to readjust your life. You've had to kind of just reevaluate the way you go about do, doing certain things, but you're still mm-hmm. able to do and accomplish.
1: Yeah, so let's take a second to think about yeah, how I'm going to go about this here.
0: Can I jump in, Tyler? You yeah. Know, you know how we say problems are opportunities. Mm-hmm. You've been handed a absolutely. major problem in life. I mean, sitting here, you're, you can barely use your left arm. I had to help you put your headphones on. And this is something you deal with on a, on a daily basis. And yet you're a guy that says, yeah, life owes me nothing. It's Huge. a crazy that's, concept to
2: think of. that's, I mean, right. it, it's, I'm trying to magnify right. people are
0: going to watch this too. Yeah, so it's yeah, like,
2: yeah. it's a, you have a lot that was taken away from you and it's like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm happy to be here. People don't think like that. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? People live in that dark self pity place and you're choosing yeah, to yeah. say no to that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, before my accident, I was a machinist and I just kind of do my nine to five job. I was, I was there. I would go to work, come home, go to sleep. Right get up, get a shower, eat,
0: go to work, come home, sleep. Right? Yeah, but can I? It, it was very. Yeah, can I ahead. cut you off? Yeah, dude. go ahead. I mean, oh my God. So <laughs> you, you don't know this, but when, when you were in the hospital and no one was sure if you were going to be alive the next moment. Yeah. Uh, your dad was researching you. I know. Yeah. I and he was that. shocked at how successful you were in silent. No one knew. I mean, he's. So it you're was, machinist,
2: uh, but like what type of? So, I have to ask. Man. Okay, so
0: Tyler's someone where he, he was a young, you know, back then, you know, you're 22 he, he now, was, too. Well, so 19, was, 20 no, 19 years old. years old. Yeah, 19. At 19, he had more things in order with his life than probably the average 50 year old today. Or I'm me. talking like he 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 was ready. I mean, he could have he could have just about paid cash for a house. Wow. I mean, he had it going on. Yeah. I mean, he was extremely disciplined. He had investment plans set up. He had all kinds of I mean, nuts. And and his dad's sitting there just in tears going, I, I never knew. I never knew this young man had all this going on. Wow. Right? Yeah. So you paint a portrait, yeah, machinist, get up, I go to this. No, 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 no. You had it going <laughs> on then, you have it going on now. It's all a mindset.
1: You know, I guess, I don't know. I try and be as humble as I can. And I don't know, you correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm two. I am too. i do not know. And I I don't want to come off as, oh, I'm I'm this awesome. I'm not. <laughs> I'm no, better than no, anyone. No, humil-
0: humil- There's no limits to humility. No, <laughs>
1: right? no, no, no. And I don't know. It's like, it's it's interesting. I, I know where you're coming from with all that. I had stuff in order and was kind of, mm-hmm. I was doing my best with what I had at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in an infant stage, really, of my life, right? Like, I didn't know 100 percent what to do, but it was, it was kind of interesting thing how I become a machinist. I started to work at this one guy's shop um i'm not gonna use his name but and i was just working there a little bit a little bit i didn't do anything with machine prior to that no practice no schooling no anything like that and i just kind of started to work and i was like doing whatever he needed mm-hmm. just sweeping the floors whatever and that led to me being able to learn machines right just mm-hmm. started being an operator and then and then it came to this other business and i started kind of set up the machine shop there because they didn't have one yet. It was mm-hmm. kind of interesting mm-hmm. um, just to be in this position. And God put me there.
2: Mm-hmm. At right. like 19 though. Yeah. It's right. it's cool stuff. You, Randy, <laughs> I, have to, I have to just say, Randy, you know a lot of people at a very young age that do pretty crazy things <laughs> I mean? for a, a, you think like of, I was 19 years old getting drunk in frat basements failing at a college. <laughs> people know that, which got me to starting learning business. I started life at a very older age as opposed to 19. And between you, yourself, Matthew, Tony, it's just like, no, yeah. like, right. It's just like, I don't, right. it's kind of cr- like, and so then now I look at that and I go, so what made you as a 19 year old or an 18, whenever you started entering the workforce go, I have to do this and start doing this, which ultimately led you to starting this mm-hmm. machine shop mm-hmm. and just being successful as a 19 year old. You don't hear that. It's not, I don't feel like that's mm-hmm. nothing you don't. It's not common.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't start it solely, but I had a hand in getting Absolutely. it going. You built it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was interesting for sure. Um, I don't know exactly what. The only thing I can say is the drive was God. Like, and I think he was preparing me for what I would go through. So later. you're deeply
2: rooted in faith.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like without God, there's nothing. Mm. Right. And that's. I know Randy mm-hmm. believes that as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think anyway. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't want to speak without for God. Him, but, there is no hope, right? Is it, <laughs> right? We're, it's we're, that simple. We're not here if God doesn't exist, <laughs> right? 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 Like, um, yeah, It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think all of prior to the accident was preparing me for what I was to go through. Interesting. I really do firmly believe that. Hmm. Is it that drive that I had before? Maybe be able to just bounce back and say, "This isn't going to beat me.
0: I'm, I'm going to beat you." <laughs> <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all a mindset, really. Is it you is. know you can, is. Overbeca- you can overcome anything.
2: Absolutely. You
0: know, you know it's uh, you know, and early on in life, I think you had this. You had such a great, and you have it today. You have a great mindset that whatever's thrown at me, I'm going to use it to my advantage. The world is conspiring for me, not against me. And even if something looks against me today, it, you know, what looks ugly today could be beautiful tomorrow. We've all seen this, right? Yeah. And that's, it's a mindset that not many people can develop throughout their life, you know, but everyone has it when they're a kid, but then they lose it. The question that I think Ralph is getting after here is how did you maintain that?
2: Yeah. Like how the hell you do that? Like when I got into my car accident, I was like, I had the, granted as how many years ago, but my mentality was like, wow, like I'm on a couch for six months. Everything that I was working towards is gone. And then now, how many years later, it's like, oh, that didn't define who I was. But there was a period of time where I was like, you're just in a dark space, in a mental space. Like, I'm, you're not going to be good enough. And you're sitting here like, yeah, no, like that. It's almost like it was another day, just another <laughs> walk in the park, so, which is like mm-hmm. awesome to see. It's just like, it's very it takes interesting. a certain person, like a mindset, like it is a mindset. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. I never came to that point of what well, was me exactly, right? I think me being in a coma had a big part to do with it because I just woke up and it's like, oh, my arm doesn't work. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Like literally, mm-hmm. and I was like trying you, to figure out. Can it you give me a and... list of
0: what's ro- what happened to you? Like what's, what what got busted up?
1: Okay, so my back is broken. My arm basically, let's tell you how it is, right? Really. Head went to the right, my arm went to the left, then I kind of landed on both at the same time, ripped the nerves out, and that was that. Wow. My arm didn't work anymore, right? And through some very intensive surgeries, I'm able to lift it up a little bit. I can't move any of my fingers exactly. I can kind of grasp, but I can't open them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they took a muscle from my leg, put it in my arm, they took nerves from my chest, Rotted those to my arm so there's nerves that normally move your chest in and out Mm -hmm. to breathe that are now in my arm there's nerves for my back now in my arm to kind of fire i'm able to fire my triceps move my triceps and the gracilis muscles is the one they use for my leg and that acts as the biceps that tied all the way to my fingers it's nuts so before that it was completely dead i couldn't move it at all Mm-hmm. Now I'm able to, like, at least position it a little bit. Mm-hmm. My shoulder's still lo- dislocated, and that's going to get fused, hopefully, in a couple months. Um, that's something that's going on. It's been an ongoing process, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of think that fully—and brain injury was another— that was, of it. that was the that worst. Was, that was, was the, the worst.
0: Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. i Remember that? That's what everyone was worried about. In the beginning. Right. Right. You know, i remember them saying, "Yeah, his back's broken, his arm doesn't work, but man, there's the brain is just really in trouble right now." Yeah. Yep. I remember yeah. Remember they, they drilled holes to drain. Oh yeah. You know, to drain you know, yeah. and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have all this going on, but yet anything's possible.
2: It is anything's possible with God. I love it. i Was to say like, God's got plans for you, dude. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what I don't know what they are, but I always
1: love this saying. Um, God can't steer
0: a parked car. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. start moving somewhere. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, Tyler. This is why when you, I forget whether, did you mention to me or I mentioned to you about writing a podcast, writing a Wednesday talk?
1: I think I think it went both ways. I think yeah. you did to me and then I was mulling over it, and I was kind of yeah. formulating some stuff and right. I was like, you know what? I just got to do this. Right.
0: Yeah. You, you have a I story got, that can inspire I gotta, people. I got
1: to be uncomfortable, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> So I really think you have a story that can inspire people. And you have a yeah, life that can yeah. inspire people. And I can picture you on stage one day standing in front of high school auditoriums, <laughs> you, know, you know, sitting there like, you know, you'd open up with trying to, trying to write your name with your, your broken hand. Like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work. huh? But wow. anything's possible. That'd, that'd be uncomfortable. Right, right. right. Mm. It would be. But I mean, <laughs> I, I see a future in your life like that. Yeah. You know, where you can use your life to inspire yeah. people to greatness within their life. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm with you. Thanks for being here today. Thank man. you, man. Stuff. Uh, thank
1: you for having me. Yeah. Man. It's Thanks awesome, you, man. It's Thanks,
0: awesome, man. man. Appreciate
2: you, man. Thank yeah. you so much.
1: Yeah.